Welcome to the Normal Show. I'm Caleb. And I'm your other host, Jeremiah. What? Who are you? I'm that guy who used to be on the show. I seem to remember someone else. Well, yeah. But it's been so long. Uh, well, unfortunately, um, yeah, we record these on Tuesday nights. And for about the last like, little over a month, um, I've been working Tuesday night, so we haven't really been able to do it. We tried it one time, and I was, to be honest, I was so exhausted that I don't even remember recording. recording. <laughs> so yeah, you had no business doing that. I had no business doing that, just because working, my... working on Tuesday nights. Yeah, well, you know, they assigned them to me. Well, mm-hmm. and you know, I've been busy at work too, and I have, yeah. and my boss is a giant bull, so <laughs> I, I don't uh... know if you want to keep that in the recording, but you know, <laughs> uh, no, I'll keep it in, all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I haven't really felt much like recording myself either. Yeah. So it's been, and it's been, you know, I don't know, this has been kind of a long month. Just a lot of stuff's happened. You know, there's, there's the Ukraine situation. There's, uh, you know, people at award shows slapping other people and other people at award shows <laughs> getting awards after they've kind of been canceled. And, you know, <laughs> so lot uh lot, lots happened um but um but we're back and uh you know we're here to you know we're we're here to kind of talk about a few things pop culture wise um i know i've seen a few things you've seen a few things you know you you know we've each seen something that probably the other one hasn't um uh but we've also seen a couple things i know very very recently um, as in literally just before this show, uh, we, there's a movie that we have both seen, um, which is the Adam project, which I literally just, you, and we watched it. We finally got the kids together and watched it a couple days ago. Yeah. And, and uh, a lot of people have already seen it, so we're behind the times. Well, I mean, there's no such thing as late to the party anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there is if you haven't recorded in a month. Well, you know, everybody has their own podcast. And, yeah. and, uh, but, um, but yeah, um, since, since it is still sort of fresh in my mind, and probably yours as well, I figured we'd start with that and work our way down. Um, well, first off, what right. did you think of it? Well, uh, I mean, it was a very... It, it wasn't, like, like deep or, you know, groundbreaking or, um, like, epic or amazing or anything. But it was, like, one of those movies that's just, like, a nice, good, simple, you know, oh, here's yeah. a movie. And it had a lot of uh, Star Wars references yeah. in it. And, well, um, Star Wars and and Deadpool and Marvel as well. Well, Dead, Deadpool and Marvel naturally, but there were obvious Star Wars like the lightsaber and the yeah, sounds. Even, I think it even yeah, the sounds even of the made like that. Like it was very. It wasn't like over the top, like like Free Guy, which is another movie that this that Ryan Reynolds and this director did, uh, where in which they literally have a lightsaber and it makes a boom. So like, but like it's a very. I noticed like it was a very subtle like. Boom. It was kind of like you almost <laughs> heard it. But it wasn't. It was clearly mixed well, in. The uh, the the their time machine jets made like uh, speeder bike noises, or or not maybe not speeder bike, but the uh, their uh, the blasters like the well not the, no not the blasters the like their their uh, X wings X wings and and the the 
hover cars that they have and things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. It was, yeah, you, it you kind of knew how it was going to go, yeah. but it's just a fun, simple movie always, you can watch with your family. If you like want. time travel, I always feel you're going to give somebody a headache because you always have to then think about, okay, X, Y, and Z. <laughs> it's like, how can yeah. this work if that doesn't work? But wait, how can they do this if they already did it? Like, it's kind of like the, the <laughs> description of time travel in Austin Powers 2, where, he goes, where he's like going through his, oh my God, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> and then I love the I love the little aside where my, he goes, I, 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 why don't you just try to you know not think about it too much and just enjoy yourself, Austin. And, he, and then Michael Michael York looks directly at the camera and goes, and that goes for you too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's you know I mean I it is kind yeah. of an interesting concept of like how would you feel if like you met like the younger you or and vice versa how would younger you feel if you met the future you and like would you be disappointed would you be like oh god is that how i act <laughs> you know like, yeah like i did kind of like the whole thing of like how you see the regret on how he treated his mom you know like come to fruition like how he's literally just like watching himself treat his mom like an all and and then he's just kind of like and then he yells at him he's like you know you're gonna regret that much later mm-hmm. um and and his dad, who uh, you know, invented time travel in two different movies. Yeah. Right. Well, he didn't yeah. necessarily invent time travel in in Avengers, but he was working on well, it. Well, he know. he made it happen very quickly. Yeah, but remember though, he but it was really more stark though because remember he because he kept turning them. He, he yeah. kept turning uh, Scott old and young, and you know, yeah. it's time travel. <laughs> but hmm, I'll let my whistle there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, it was very simple. Like you haven't, and you said you haven't seen Free Guy yet, right? No, not yet. It, was, it seemed like a lot of similar themes to Free Guy, which is another one where, like you were saying, it's it's not really like this really long and complex story, but it's just kind of fun. Um, but the thing though that I'm surprised no one has really pointed out uh, about Free Guy is. It's the Lego movie. It really is. Yeah, you said that the other day, and yeah, I, I can not having seen it, but I can I can totally see yeah. how that's like it's true. Just Jody, Co- Jody uh, Comer's character is pretty much uh, Elizabeth Banks' character, yeah. um, and like there's a wild thing. side. Yeah, like there's even a thing where, uh, you know, like like, like you know you know what's his face uh, Ryan. Reynolds is literally a guy named Guy, and they even made actually. I think they did make fun of that on Honest Trailers when they go starring, and they called him Emmett. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, because what they what Honest Trailers compared Free Guy to was the Truman Show, you know, mm. and it's like then yes, it is. Like then I even thought like there's elements of Tron in it too, of just the idea of like oh these programs are becoming sentient, you know, <laughs> these pogroms. Oh. But uh, but no, so I mean, it's all free guy. Um, uh, and and like I said, that it's very they're very similar movies and like very similar in tone. And I, I just I really don't think Ryan. I mean, granted, I don't think he really has to because the guy is like a freaking nearly a billionaire with you know because he sold that uh, you know you had you had the cell phone company and the and the gin or aviator gin, which I think he sold for a hefty profit. Oh, did he sell it? Um, I think he sold it. I think he, I mean, I'm, I think he made a killing off it. I guess, it I, like... I guess I wondered why 
he wasn't making those commercials anymore. I think, I think he'll still he'll still do ads for because like remember the in uh, oh god what was the what was, uh, red list is that what it is with him and the rock and yeah yeah there's the whole thing of like where you see him drinking aviator gin and then you see the rock drinking the terramatio uh, uh, tequila that he has like so I mean I think he still he probably still has some stock in it I'm assuming. But uh, but he no longer owns the company. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Like it's like it's. I, I feel that Ryan Reynolds really just doesn't try to act. He just plays Ryan Reynolds now. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, as, as long as I mean, I don't think he's. It's not like he's trying to make. That's what people want right now. Yeah, and it's not like he's like saying, "Hey, these movies." I remember, I remember someone at work was talking about like, "Oh, he's a terrible actor. He doesn't like he can't do drama." It's like, yeah, but I don't think that's really what he wants to do. I think he's just like, you know, he's like, "Okay, I'm I'm at the stage in my life where it's like I just want to have fun," you know. <laughs> and I, I think that's yeah, he, what he's up there doing. He plays wise ass. Yeah, and I mean, I'm dead. And, and besides, he he played he he played. Uh... He got dramatic in Deadpool. Yeah. Well, and I think Deadpool is the role that he was born to play, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Twice. Yep. And one and one, time, one, one better than the other. Yeah. Well, and a third time. I guess it was announced that Deadpool 3 is happening. So. I just mean the X awful version of oh, X Men oh, Origins, the, the, and then the Wolverine, Oranges. and then the good version. I literally just pulled a Trump. I said X Men Wolverine Oranges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! You stupid. Okay, look. All right, I we gotta find the X Men oranges. All right, I mean <laughs> that uh, mutant with the you know who who uh, slices and dices with his hand. He claws up fruit. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler. Uh, by the way, give me a Nightcrawler, a crawler that I can have at night. All right, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler. You know, great, great teleporter, wonderful teleporter. I'm not as good as not as good as teleporting as I am. Okay. I mean, I, I never saw Nightcrawler get a hole in one. All right. Uh, but, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, but yeah. So uh, you know, free guy, or, or I should say, um, this is one of the first one. Adam Project. Okay, movie. Um, I mean, it's it's fun if you you know just. If you're if you're well, oh, and, watch... and it, it it falls into the trap of like the recent movies where, uh, like, uh, you know, Star Wars and, um, with the uh, Catherine Keener de aging. Oh yeah, face. It, it was yeah, it was kind of it funny. Was to like, weird. Oh, it's it's like oh, it's uh, uh, being John Malkovich and forty year old virgin Catherine Keener again. <laughs> yeah. But but like weird because yeah. it was like her body would move and then half a second later her head would move mm-hmm. and it was like uh... <laughs> still working those kinks <laughs> yeah uncanny valley here but yeah um, but yeah as I said you know it's it's it, it it's a decent movie it's fun I mean it has its it has its moments you know but it's at the same time it's you know it's just it's just a fun movie I guess is what you would call it. Um, What's next? Uh, I made a list here. Um, so, um, uh, you saw the first episode of Moon Knight, correct? I did. Yeah. And so did all the other people who watched it. Yes. Well. So, it... Uh, let me preface by saying I 
didn't really grow up knowing that much about Moon Knight. Me either. Yeah. Um, I knew of him, but had never well, he met was him. One of those, he was he was one of those characters, kind of like Luke Cage, that they were kind of they were cult characters that they would they had this sort of underground popularity, but they just never well in a lot of scenes. Well, yeah, I mean they they kind of kicked up when they first started because they were new and different, you know, yeah. like anti-establishment. Yeah. And then, but in the 80s and 90s, they weren't really, I mean, the 80s are kind of when Moon Knight popped up, but um, the 90s, definitely, they were not very often used characters. Yeah. Like they would, until... they would show up, they might show up in a Spider-Man or an Avengers comic as like, but never, like they'd just be like, oh, I, like it just like somebody who just happened to be there, like helping them out, or like I was yeah. on this mission too, and now and you I, guys are helping me. Yeah. And I don't really ever remember, you know, like the the big crossover event in the '90s was the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Gauntlet yeah. thing, where all the characters had like doppelgangers and everything, and uh, yeah. So um, anyway, they weren't big characters, but. Yeah. All that to say, so Moon Knight, um, I don't know how, like, the, the character that uh, Ethan Hawke played, um, uh, well, he wasn't Amic, <coughs> but he was like, an emissary, yeah. He was a uh, servant of Amic. Mm-hmm. It's and, always weird, it's weird to see him, I, I guess he, I haven't seen another movie where apparently, like, he's the child serial killer guy but it's weird to see ethan hawk as the bad guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and i mean we don't know if he's the bad guy he is a bad guy Mm -hmm. i guess right now but is he a bad guy is he a bad guy (laughs) is he the bad guy um and that's the thing about the comics in the recent moon knight comics i've read they kind of almost portray khonshu as as a bad guy yeah sometimes um, not necessarily a bad guy, but uh, that he maybe morally ambivalent or something, maybe. Well, right, like he wants these things done, and he's like, It's look, it's the way of the world, Mark. You have to do it. And he's like, No, I'll never serve you anymore. And he's like, like Yeah, you will. He's like, It's a doggy dog world. Sorry, yeah. was, your, your reference before we even recorded <laughs> your reference to the long haired businessman, <laughs> uh, doggy yeah. dog world, or is it dog eat dog? Although I like Doggy <laughs> Dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I think we've done well. Uh, you know, we've had a good start about talking about getting started on uh, uh, having a conversation about yeah. moving forward. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so Mark Spector is usually the main character that yeah. they focus on. In, in this show, they decided to focus on Stephen Grant, yeah, who is which... always kind of the weakling character but in the i know like the big contrast that we're talking about is that and this is kind of a loser or whatever but in the in the comics like that's essentially where he gets the fun he's like this sort of rich you know uh rich guy who like that's like in like i'm not sure if it's supposed to be again like if he's supposed to be like inherited wealth or if it is that he's like an industrialist or something but essentially he's he's kind of like this rich playboy then that's yeah, like, where they get the funding, you know, to do yeah. night. Yeah. So there's Stephen Grant, who is who you said the uh, yeah. in the comics he's kind of a Danny Rand, Tony Stark type. Yeah. Where um, he has the money, 
And then there's Mark Spector, who is the soldier mercenary. And then there's the cab driver, and I can't remember his name. Um, That's kind of it's like his connection to like the underworld and all that stuff, right? Well, yeah, and he's usually the brutal one. Like he's the one that that just goes crazy and like brutalizes everyone instead of just you know taking them out quickly and. Easily, he he's the one that enjoys it. I just whenever you said brutalizing, all I could think of was Ronnie yeah. Dobbs. <laughs> Ronnie, Mr. Ronnie Dobbs. <laughs> Y'all are brutalizing <laughs> me. Um, look it up, kids. It's a Mr. Show reference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so they they had they did the way they showed his transitions. Um, you know, he would be sitting there, and then all of a sudden would just kind of come to attention and be like oh my god i've got a gun in my hand yeah or i'm driving backwards down a mountain hill what's going on um a mountain road rather yeah so somebody i don't know if it was i think it was a co-worker said so are they gonna show us like what happened in those blackout moments um like in a later episode, and I was like, "Well, I don't know." I mean, yeah, I mean, right I now I think write, I didn't write the show. I know as much yeah. about it as you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right now I think they're just trying to establish that he doesn't know yeah. that he has these other personalities. Well, and, and the the new episode comes out in a few hours, which I will probably stay up and watch. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, <clears throat> the um, yeah, the you know the um. And here's my question: How would he not know that he has other personalities at this point in his life? Well, remember though, he thinks he just sleeps. Remember because he, he changed him, he changed himself up and all that stuff. He thinks he's well, right. He he thinks he's just sleepwalking, or that they're dreams. And and yeah. but, but I mean, at this point of his life, how how has how has this not come to light yet? Well, I mean, it could just be about just the dominant of the like whoever whoever's sitting in the kind of like the thing with um uh, the the movie uh, Split, you know, like just depends on who's sitting in the chair. You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. like who's you know who's in control? How much? Well, and it could be. And I mean, like I said, we've literally only seen the first episode. They may go into that. You know, they may go into like okay, Mark or whoever or Conchu or whoever is doing their best to keep them out of it. You know, like to make sure that it's just Mark that's in control. I did like. Uh, it took me a minute too to figure out. Uh, like I, I literally had to. I had to wait and see the credits to figure out who the voice of Conchu was. Well, I knew because um, something I saw, they were they were like, oh, awesome getting, oh, I think it was like something on Nerdist. Yeah. They were like, awesome job getting uh, F. Murray Abraham. F. F. Murray Abraham to be the voice of Conchu. And I'm sorry, but anytime I think of F. Murray Abraham, I immediately think of John Practice from uh, Last Action <laughs> Hero, just because I love the, you know, because he, he, he got the Academy Award for his role in... Um, uh, Amadeus, where he's the guy that kills Mozart, and and then whenever you know they introduce spoilers, they him, yeah, well, they, they bring him up, and you know he's like, "How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, John, practice, you old SOB <laughs> or whatever." And then Danny tells him, "He's like, be careful of that guy, Jack. He kills, he killed Mozart. He's, what are you talking about? He's my best friend from Nam. He saved my life." Or <laughs> he's like, "The guy <laughs> always plays bad guys. He killed Mozart." He's like, "Mo," or like, "Oh," he's like, "Amadeus at one eight Oscars," and then. Later on, whenever he double crosses, uh, he double crosses uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, and he goes, "Danny told me I shouldn't trust you." He goes, "He says you killed Mozart." And he goes, 
F. Murray Abraham goes, Mo who? <laughs> he goes, Zox. <laughs> well, I killed a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love that too because it's just like, because he's he's not F. Murray Abraham, he's the character that F. Murray Abraham's playing, but because yeah. <laughs> he nine times out of ten plays bad guys, the kid knew he was going to be a bad guy. <laughs> Funny stuff. Uh, oh, but uh, but yeah, um, and uh, and yeah, like it, it looks like yeah, they're kind of going the route of split of just like the the kind of, you know like the I, I did I will say this I did like the the scene whenever the the weird like jackal werewolf monster thing is coming yeah. after him and he's in the bathroom and I love how like when he's you know on one side you see the infinity you know you see the infinity shot of the mirrors but the side where Mark is that Mark Specter is. It's just him. Like, there's no mm-hmm. doesn't run on. Yeah. Um, and I guess there were a lot of Easter eggs for um, what's the what's the female uh, deity that's the that might be the that's the big bad in this. Uh, well, Amic. Amic, yeah. Um, I think I think it was Amic. Yeah, Amic. Uh, they had talked about. I remember seeing somewhere they talked about how the uh, the two sort of animal symbols that represent Amic are the hippo and the crocodile. And you see that throughout, like, you know, there's the thing, like, whenever the, 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 um, uh, museum manager tells yeah. him he needs to restock the hippos, you know, there's the plush little hippo dolls. And then like, there's the thing whenever he's walking, whenever he starts hearing the growling, you see that crocodile, the, the sort of mummified crocodile that he walks by. So yeah, just little, just little Easter eggs that they kind of threw in there. Well, and, uh, <clears throat> Ethan Hawke's cane had an alligator head on him. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Oh, but, uh, but no, I'm, I'm I'm really interested to see where this goes because this actually looks like it's going to be the darkest uh, and de- definitely most well. It's definitely so far the most bloody um, Disney Plus. Um, well, uh, not now, not now that the Defender series. Is well, yeah, but, not, but but the the one produced by them. I'm saying. Yeah, and I think that was kind of the th- whole reason why that when they're bringing over the defenders and punisher yeah which i still i don't know how i feel about that i think they should have left those on hulu Hulu Mm -hmm. and left because now you've got these on disney and they've updated their parental controls and i saw that i was gonna ask you because i noticed that like you're something like would you like to put in a code or something yeah well because i did it one the last time i got on there uh before moon knight came on i think we were gonna watch something i don't know maybe it was when we watched adam project but it 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 did that it was like oh hey you have to check these out and do all this stuff and so it i had to go through and like let all the profiles either access the content or not access the content um and... So do I need to, so off off recording. Do I need to come up with a pen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think my kids access your stuff, but maybe if if maybe I'll sign one to you. <laughs> Just like quick, let's go on Jeremiah's profile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never. He, he gets all the dirty <laughs> stuff on Disney Plus. <laughs> Gonna get so busted. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so that's a new thing. But anyway, yeah, I don't know where they're going to... I don't know if they're, like, following a certain storyline yeah. or if it's all new stuff. Um, well, I remember, you know, one of the things, too, I remember um, Bendis talking about, like, back when they kind of... When they when they had the thing where they brought Moon Knight back in the early, like, early to mid-aughts, 
Mm -hmm. uh, how he talked about how, yeah, it's a great character. The problem is it has the same problem that a lot of like the, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies had, where it's just like, they could never move past Lex Luthor and kind of even the same thing that X-Men had. They could never move past Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> where it's just like, you know, yeah, it's like, why, why don't, there are so many, the Egyptian gods, there are so many, like, like, you know, it, it's, it's got to be pretty, I mean, there is a pretty good uh, mythology in there that they could have explored and they just never got around to doing it. It's always like, let's start out with this. And they always forget who the, who it is that he's always after um, in like mm. the early stuff. And, then, and it's like, anytime they tried to reboot him, he would always be fighting that person. <laughs> and so I think finally, you know, cause I, I'm assuming it's, he still has an ongoing series now, right? Uh, currently uh, it either just finished or another one just restarted. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it'd be kind of stupid if they don't have one going while the right, show. Right, I think I think one just restarted. Yeah, because um, there was one going on um, last year. Yeah, because um, I mean, that'd be that. As far as marketing goes, that's a horrible idea to not have one going. Yeah. Um, well, and but... speaking speaking of marketing and uh, horrible ideas, so I watched one of the trailers for Ms. Marvel. And, uh, you know, it's, it's oriented for a younger crowd, but yeah, they changed, they changed her powers. And I think that's like kind of a big thing. Like people are, people who haven't seen it yet are like, oh, changed her powers. I'm, I'm done. I am done. Cause I only saw the first trailer. Did it show it in that? I can't remember. Uh, no, I don't think so. But the, the latest one that came out, it showed it instead of her being like an inhuman, which is um, in the comic, she's an inhuman. I think well, I think I can tell you right now, they're probably trying to get distance themselves well, from anything inhuman because of I, how I, bad I, I know, I realize that, but but also, I mean, they 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 set up uh, Wanda and, and Pietro as being inhuman too, but um but now they're kind of implying that maybe they're mutants yeah i know so so that's in but anyway so they're implying she got her powers from the the wristbands that she wears oh so she's like quasar kind of yeah she yeah. and i don't know if they're actually the nega bands no. um because like or, that was the thing with the original with the original captain marvel too he had wristbands yeah and so they're show they showed her and when she puts them on they turn blue and kind of encompass and her power is like kind of like Mr. Fantastic she can yeah, um her size she, she can grow big grow small she can make her fists really large or her feet really large and stomp on people in the in the show that they kind of showed her fist getting big at one point so i don't know i mean i don't know how much they've actually changed her powers but they're not imbued in her i think they come from the shackles so that's kind of a big controversy right now yeah. among people that have not seen the show yet and don't really know what they're talking about but yeah. i just thought i'd bring that up um so moon knight yeah. but no i was just gonna uh, say though like because no that was that was part of like the original captain marvel and then because i think quasar is power like because quasar also had the bands too and i think they were supposed to be derived from captain marvel's bands or something like that mm. i recall like the as, as in marvel the yeah the, who yeah. dies of cancer yeah marvel yep yeah but uh but yeah um 
I'm interested to see where Moon Knight goes. Um, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm any Marvel property they want to make, I'm fine yeah. with. Um, because it's just like, you know, when you're a little kid and you had all this stuff and you were always just like, yeah, we've got everything Marvel and it's all awesome, but I just wish we had movies. Yeah. Well, now we got them. Yep. It's, you know, it was and, just the, uh, the technology has, has, uh, uh, has evolved enough to where we can have a believable uh incredible hulk we can have a believable uh you know just even even thinking back to the early 2000s when they in the x-men movie they even have the line where he goes you're really you know where they're wearing like the leather more realistic yeah. tactical suits and what, he goes, you want me to wear yellow spandex yeah or he goes or no he, or he goes um we're really supposed to go out in these things and cyclops goes what would you prefer yellow spandex to the point where like yeah they're making fun of the way the co- yeah. they look in the comic books whereas now they literally look it's like it's page to screen yeah and look. and and they and they make it believable like it's yeah. it's it's altered but it's yeah you know it looks ta- i mean they made they found like a tactical way to yeah. make it look like oh, and it yeah. just shows you that those dumb suits over a fox don't have any imagination yeah um but there you go yep so uh i believe we've yammered about moon knight uh let me i think there was maybe something else i had let me look at my little quick list here um so i know i know you and i talked about i don't think we talked about on the show uh i did see the batman uh you have not correct no i have not um and Here's the thing. Everybody loves this movie. Everybody just talks about how, oh, this is the best superhero movie ever made. This is the best Who does? Um, I haven't heard anybody talking about it. A lot of people. Anybody I've talked to about this, like people at work, people, people even uh, at Drink and Draw and and, and industry people. And I am sorry, but I have a lot of problems. I, I feel that Mark Bernardin said it best, and apparently he got a lot of heat for this by a lot of from a lot of fans uh, in real time. Because I don't know if you do you listen to Fat Man Beyond at all? Well, I do. I have not in a while. Yeah, I've, I've been caught on other. I will podcasts. say this: I respect Mark Bernardin really? because he kind of tells it like it is. <laughs> you know his opinion, and nine times out of ten, I usually agree with him. Uh, and I this is one of those times where I agreed with him. Um, and he talked about like he said this, and this is really how I felt about Batman. It's uh, or, or the Batman. The more realistic you make uh, Batman and the Batman world, the less interesting it is. And I felt that because it, honestly, it's just I didn't understand, you know, because they try to make him like super tactical, like the suit and everything, and why he does what he does. This is why he wears this. This is why he wears that. But then it's like. But why is he even really bothering wearing a mask at this point? <laughs> it's like, why is he hiding his identity? Why does he make it look like a bat? Because in in one's past, and all the ones past, it's all about, I look this way because it's kind of scary and it creeps people out. Well, no one really seems scared of him in this. <laughs> and there's literally a scene where he's just walking, like, you know, they're, they're in the crime scene. He's just walking in there with police, or excuse me, not at this point, not police commissioner. He's Lieutenant Gordon just walking into the crime scene dressed as a bat. And it's like, he looks, it's, this is ridiculous. Nobody would, nobody would do this. 
And oh, like there's like this he's just thing. the local insane guy that they all kind of put up with. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fellows. Oh, great! It's this guy again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I like the fact that they tried to the. I respect the fact that they tried to make a Batman detective story. Like I, because we haven't really seen them. We kind of did in the uh, the Dark Knight, but it you know where he like, but it's very brief where he just kind of uses the computer to do ballistics and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, but I don't, I mean, it just seemed, it's, it just seems to the point of being laughable because it's, it's not like, yeah. And that was, there was this whole scene where it tries to show like, oh, they put the sign in the, in the sky and it scares people. But then whenever you see him walking on this, like, you know, this guy's about to get jumped by like what looks like a Joker gang or something. And, um, you know, they're, they're on the platform of someone, you see him come out of the shadow, you know, kind of walk, just sort of like walk gingerly out of the shadow Oh, I don't, you know, and and they look at him. And the guy just walks up and tries to punch him, and he punches him, and then they all attack him one at a time. And I'm like, what the hell is mm-hmm. this? Like, why are you just jump? And that's that's the other thing too. It's like the cape. It's it has always made sense in other iterations of Batman because it's like that's what he used. He uses the cape as a glider. To, yeah, to glide. And, yeah, and, and sometimes to stop bullets if yeah. it's like yeah shielded. And, and anywho, like he didn't in this, like he has this sort of squirrel suit that he wears to, to glide because he, you know, there's a thing where he's making an escape. And, and my thought is, well, then why even have that? Because if you ask me, that's just something that someone's going to grab <laughs> when you're in a fight. Mm. And I love this. Someone tried to say that this, this is the defense. It's like, well, if they grab it, he knows where they are. Like, <laughs> they, they grab and they pull him off balance, it's going to be a little hard for him to do anything about it. And, and also, it's like, <laughs> Here's my thought: Grab that cape, wrap it around his head, like like you know, wrap it around, obstruct yeah. you, and then just start beating the shit. Yeah, or <laughs> suffocate just, him, or choke him, or yeah, like it just like there was a lot. Toss of him off a building. Apparently, this Batman didn't believe in dodging either. <laughs> it's like it's just oh, I'll just take every bullet. Well, and that's and that's the problem right now with whoever's in charge at DC. They're all they're, we got to make it gritty. Oh, it has to be gritty as hell. The thing is, oh, make it so. It can gritty. still be gritty, but st- but at the same time, be comic book, be superhero. Like I guess, yeah. that, like I mean, well, but that's uh, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to so hard to make it so. Oh, it's he's he's so it, it's he's tortured. It's painful, yeah. so he wants to be in pain. He lets and them punch him, so he's in pain. Emo, yeah, that's the other thing too. Is that um, I just the whole thing with him, like it, it, it looked like. Uh, Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man Three was playing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the long hair. And like, yeah, uh, well, and, and this is this is good. another scene, and I realize like it, it later on becomes a callback scene, but there is literally a thing where the Batman knocks on the door of the Iceberg Lounge to get in. It's like, and of course these these two like thugs, because I think if I, I remember right, there was I think they even incorporated in the Gotham or excuse me, the Arkham games. I can't remember if it's actually a thing in the comics, but. There are like the twin henchmen that are always like, and eventually one works for the Hitler. I said one works for the Hitler. Uh, <laughs> one works for the Joker, and the other one works for uh, works for Penguin. And but anyhow, um, but yeah. So they, you know, they're yeah, you know, they're the security of the of the iceberg lounge. They're not. He's knocking on the door, and like they go, "Oh, it's the Batman guy," and then he beats him up and gets in. But it's like. And then later on, it plays again whenever it's just Bruce Wayne knocking on the door. And they go, oh, Bruce Wayne, come on in. 
Mm. But I get, okay, hey, you're setting up this this funny little callback, but it wasn't really funny. Um, and, and, you know, that was the, and, and then you know, it's just like Batman does not knock, Batman gets in, you know? Like, yeah. Was, like, it's like he doesn't go for the Heisenberg is the one who knocks. knocks yes. Like suddenly they've Come turned on. him into Walter <laughs> uh, White. But uh, but anywho, but no, like Batman just get finds a way in. Like I always, I always love the uh, I always love the the thing on the cartoon. Uh, I think it's the joke. It's the Joker fish episode where you know they're they're staked out in the guy's house where that joke who Joker threatened to kill or whatever. And so they're like, all right, we're, we're you know we're, we got the perimeter, we're guarded. You know, there's no way anybody can get in here. And then suddenly you just hear, if I can get in here, so can the Joker. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, yes, that is Batman. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. He just shows up and people are like, ah, yeah, exactly. Or, and then or, he disappears. Yeah. And then, yeah, or, you know, you're going to love, or I like that. You're going to love me. <laughs> but, yeah. Anywho, uh, but no, and I don't know. It's just like there was, and the, it, it felt like three hours. That was the thing. It's like you know, a lot of these because it just it wasn't fun. I felt it felt tedious to mm. me. You know, it's, it's that's just like how I felt. And, and I mean, everybody's trying to say, "Oh, it's it's Batman meets uh, Seven, and it's like, well, we already Seven's already a good enough Batman movie. I mean, that was something else that was pointed out by Mark Bernard, and where it's like Seven is Batman because Morgan Freeman's Batman. Uh, Brad Pitt as Robin, and then you have Kevin Spacey, who's like Riddler Joker combo. You know, so it's like the movie already is <laughs> ooh, a ooh, ooh. Who's Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth Paltrow is uh, the girl, uh, the girl that uh, Jill. Um, I can't think of her name. Uh, married to to um, oh, she played Tiffany Case in um, Jill St. John in that episode of Batman where she or the '66 Batman where she falls into the reactor and goes, "I'm slipping, Batman." He goes, what a horrible way to go go because she was a go go dancer. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's to Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, she's Rachel. <laughs> yeah, you know, if they really want to be daring and uh different, they'll make a Batman movie where the villain is Egghead. Yeah, well, I think didn't Nicolas Cage say something about that? <laughs> like, he wanted to play. The villain Egghead in the Batman movie. I, oh, Batman, it's Egghead. Oh, it's excellent. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch that thing where he like responds to social media things? I saw you sent me that. I have not watched it yet. <laughs> it's kind of funny because he's, you know, obviously he doesn't take himself too seriously. I mean, he does, but doesn't at the same time. And in it, you know, he's like, well, I never blah, blah, blah. But I I don't have any social media. So the whole premise is they sign him up on social media accounts and he, like, answers people's critiques or questions and stuff and says, well, no, that's not quite true. Uh, This happened. Well, I noticed, too, that I think Pig is now on Hulu, so I may may watch that because everybody talks about how that's actually supposed to be a really good movie. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I felt like uh, the Batman could. I mean, I I really want, they I they need there. to understand that yeah. it can be dark, it can be a little gritty, but don't go overboard with it. Yeah. Think about the nineteen eighty nine Batman. Yeah, it had the perfect Bound. comic book comic yeah. book like 
uh, nod to the comic books. But still showed you some, like, like that's the first time you, for, for a lot of people, it was the first time they ever saw Joker freaking kill a guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was, I mean, it was it was fairly dark for its time. Yeah. And then and then you let Schumacher go after it. Well, and that and, was and just that, where. That actually is because we, in, which we talk about, but by the way, kids, we talk about this on our, uh, we did a, uh, or I don't think it's been released yet, but we did a, uh, batman returns on the other podcast and we talk about that's actually the the reason why they went with the whole schumacher thing is because they thought that batman returns was too was, was too dark because they were trying to sell happy meals if you recall right and yeah. like well we need you know mcdonald's is like we can't sell happy meals to this so this next one had better be lighter <laughs> and so that's yeah. when and instead batman they started forever. killing the franchise yeah basically batman forever and batman and robin killed that franchise because <laughs> to be to be honest it's like george clooney on paper sounds like you know, he he should have been the well and see i don't think he batman. did a bad job at yeah. the character the problem was everything else the yeah. writing the the cinematography yeah. the it just the glowing glowing costumes like it was just i don't so, think he was that bad and i think he kind of gets a bad rap on that yeah um, maybe if they ever do like the Dark Knight Return story, maybe he could come back and play him. Yeah. Um, but you know, there we are going to get well, uh, and and that's another thing too. They they're so can they not decide on? Uh, you've got Ben Affleck Batman. You've got uh, uh, what's his face, shiny vampire Batman. Oh, um, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. And then uh, aren't they, isn't somebody else going to play Batman soon? Like don't well, they have I mean, somebody Michael else Keaton, lined up? Michael Keaton is playing him again. Oh, actually uh, Keaton and Bale or not Bale. Ke- Ke- excuse me. Keaton and Affleck are playing him in that, uh, in the uh, uh, flash uh, movie. And then Keaton is, pl- they're going to be kind of doing, and I'm actually kind of interested. A bit in Batman beyond kind or of ba- thing, Or Batgirl. They? It's basically going to be Batgirl beyond. Oh, Okay. But no, I heard. I thought they there was some new guy that they were gonna. Oh, we're gonna make Batman I mean, I mean, another. I, mean, diff- I have another different officially direction. that anybody knew, but I mean, I'm sure it's. I mean, they're gonna. They're probably gonna find because after after Flashpoint, because I think they're gonna use uh, just sort of like the same way they use Flashpoint in the comics of him. You know, because you know the whole story behind Flashpoint, right? Um, so essentially, what happens is that Barry Allen goes back in time. Or, well, first off, Barry Allen one day wakes up and everything's different it's like he's not the flash anymore um there's a new he you know there's a new batman which is actually thomas wayne as opposed to bruce wayne um different like like the world is completely different he's trying to figure out why and he finds out that what happened was uh he went back in time to stop the death of his mother by reverse because reverse flash or or eobard and um, wasn't martha wayne like the villain in that Yes, yeah, because she yeah. ends up being the joke. Because what happens is, yeah, she, yeah, she's the joker. she's the joker, yeah. joker because because uh, Bruce ends up getting is the one that ends up getting shot and killed. So Thomas, Thomas becomes Martha Batman, survives, and then Thomas Martha becomes, becomes he's, Joker. He's the more he's a more brutal Batman because like because he actually will use a gun. He's and see that's that's honestly why I think they cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan and um well, I can't think of her name Maggie, um uh, Lauren yeah. Cohan, yeah. Um, because I think that I don't know if it's still going to happen. Because I think the intent was for Flashpoint to, have, since they are fairly recognizable stars, 
um, you know, to have them play those characters in sort of the Flashpoint Paradox stuff. I don't know if that's still going to happen or if that's going to be kind of like a big surprise. Well, yeah, and see, that's the problem with DC right now. They just, they can't steer the ship. Like, yeah. like they, they're just like throwing crap at the wall, seeing... Yeah. What sticks, and then saying, "Okay, well, that was cool, but let's try something else too." But I think, and then, I think and then they're just they're all over do, the though. place. I think what they're going to do though with this movie is try to use this as, "Okay, this is our course correction movie. We can kind of do a soft reboot," you know. Well, <laughs> for, if, for if they get around to it, yeah. I mean, it's it's in. I mean, it, from what I understand, most of the principal photography is done. They're just they've just delayed the release, the, yeah. like, the release of all their stuff until twenty twenty three. Well, they need a Kevin Feige who can steer the entire thing, and they don't have that. And they, people want Zack Snyder to do it, but I don't even think he's the right man for the yeah. job. Well, and I don't think he wants to do it now after the crap that you know happened. <laughs> yeah, the treatment he got. Yeah, and I don't know. You can. It just drives me crazy because I yeah. want to like some of the DC characters. Yeah, but like most people, I just cannot get into it. Yeah, and I mean, it, and to be fair, so... like they have, they're they're not all the movies have been bad. Like I really enjoyed, well, I really yeah. enjoyed the, the Suicide Squad, um, the the and Peacemaker. I thought, it was well, really yeah, good. I mean, but those that's James Gunn. He knows yeah. what he's doing. And then and... also, I also really then you you still have not seen Shazam yet, right? No, I I'm... actually really enjoyed Shazam. I'm gonna that get was, around to it. Yeah, I thought that was like one of the first movies. That was literally the first movie. DC movie I watched, I was like, oh, they finally made a good Superman movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, that's the other thing too, is like, on, on that, it's like, Henry Cavill, I feel bad because I liked him as Superman, but it just seems that they kind of screwed him, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's another thing. And people now, like, there's all these dumb articles from, you know, like, uh, not Watch Mojo, but Watch Mojo types, yeah. you know, where they're like, Oh, the the direction they went in made it uh, hard for Henry Cavill. It's like, yeah, I said that ten years ago when you guys went this direction. A dark and gritty Superman is wrong. Yep, it's going to fail. We all well, said that. Everybody said that. They I don't said think, we. I don't think Henry Cavill's hurting too much, though. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it it, it could have been so much better. You know, yes. like you could have had Superman be what superman is you could have had him be duperman which is the bright you know hopeful beacon captain Captain america beacon of truth yeah you know although captain america is not a thing he can still he'll he's still willing to kill people (laughs) well right but but you know what i mean like that the 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 guy who the guy who stands in the river and the water it's, rushes around you know he's it's the rock funny though that you mentioned that because i remember that that winter soldier and man of steel came out the same year and, and not too long uh between each other when they when they released and i remember at a drink and draw hearing people discuss how it's like it's kind of funny you have superman who has his oh i don't kill you know like the i don't kill or whatever and he ends up killing zod at the end of that movie and then yeah. you have captain america who is a soldier and he's like i'm willing to kill i don't want to but i'm willing to go there refusing to kill at the end of that movie you know and yeah. to the point where he nearly dies you know <laughs> and, but it you know inevitably that's what brings bucky out of it is like he realizes who he was and you know and it kind of it kind of jogs his memory of like oh i'm beating the shit out of my best friend <laughs> 
Yeah, and they they didn't even have to compare their mother's names to do it. Yeah, I know. He didn't go, wait, your mom's name is my, my mom's name? Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, um... But yeah, it's like I said, it's, I don't, I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm taking crazy pills because I seem to be one of the few, and I, and I haven't, no, oh, no, no, I, no, I, trust I, me. I've, I've seen, I've people. seen comments on Facebook where people are like, I think Gotham was a really great show. Yeah, I wish yeah. it was still on. And I'm just, I just sit there and go, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Did you, did we watch the same show? Like, <laughs> like this. I thought Gotham I guess was a I, pile of crap. The, the, it's just, and here's the thing, Caleb. I have the right to say Gotham was a steaming pile of crap, and you know why? I know because you watched, watched the whole and, thing. I wasted. I wasted I, every single Monday or whatever. The I valued. I valued my time and stopped after the beginning of season three because I was yeah. like, "Well, this is just." But. The thing was, though, I, I purposefully, I purposefully I, watched every episode. I know, so you could say, I watched it all. No, no, just he, so if people ever say, well, you probably don't even watch it. Like, nope, never miss an episode. Yeah, no, here's what it was like for me, watching Gotham. When And, and everybody's done this, don't deny it. When you, when you take a dump, and then you get up and you look at it to see, like, how your health is. And, and you just... You don't you, do that every time? <laughs> not every time no but like you look at your dump you must, and you go you why am i doing this, this? you can have your quill and your ink yeah you look in there and you go why am i staring at this right now how many characters and then you flush it i <laughs> uh, was about 14 and then suddenly the water keeps coming back the opposite way yeah. and you're like wait what do i do <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's, um, I but, was not in the mood for staring at that and yeah, but, uh, but no, I mean, I, I, I can't wait till you see the Batman just cause I want to hear your take on this too, because I mean, I kind of feel bad that I feel like I've planted the seed of not, of, 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 of disappointment, you know, <laughs> and I well, hope I no, listen, I, by the time I watch these movies, I forget everything you say because, no. you know, no, um, <laughs> well, I guess no, no uh, but it, it for me, it, it's like when I watch a trailer, I can tell, like, okay, I can see what they're trying, and I can see how they're gonna fail. Yeah, because like making Riddler dark, oh, Batman, like the way he talks. Yeah. Are you the? Like, I I I don't remember what he says, but just listening to him it's like okay it's like it's like when you're in a high school play and and you're like i'm playing crazy i'm crazy that's <laughs> or like, or if you're on gotham and you're playing or crazy. or yeah i'm i'm a bad crazy lesbian <laughs> crazy um, no, taylor was crazy bad lesbian uh, right you're right yeah forgive me um bad. i'm bad <laughs> i'm a I'm crazy bad, bad lesbian I'm crazy but but no it's lesbian. like it's like I'm talking real slow and menacing. That's how crazy I am. You almost sound like uh, Jeffrey. Uh, what's his face from Burn Notice? There. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's kind of where I was going. <laughs> when you are a spy, you have to. When you're a, a crazy, when you're a you crazy have to drive. You have lesbian. to drive a hundred. You have to throw people for a loop. <laughs> yeah. It's not enough to just be crazy. You have to show them you're crazy. Uh, um, and so 
Yeah, like I liked the trailers until they started adding Riddler into it, yeah. and I was like, "This is and not this. Jeffrey this is not Wright, the Riddler." Jeffrey Wright was. I, I thought he was probably the best thing in that movie. Uh, in fact, I, he had. I feel the best line in the movie too. Whenever there's a thing where they're going to this old, dark, spooky orphanage, and you know they kick the door open, Jeffrey Wright like pumps his shotgun or whatever, and Batman goes, "No guns," and then he looks at Batman and goes, "Yeah, that's your thing, not mine." <laughs> which i loved that i was like yeah, yeah there we go that's that's clearly so and that is that does seem like a jim gordon thing to say yeah and then he took out a knife or something and started stabbing himself in the started chest an ice pick. yeah he took an ice and pick, pick. you'll kill me you'll you kill me, me. <laughs> you kill kill me. me. My brother in a box <laughs> <laughs> which he does fight batman in that if you recall he stabs bat he's he does stab a batman oh, yeah. with an ice pick with <laughs> Bale, but... well um we're getting late on time here well, we've, no, we've talked we, a long uh, time about nothing should we well no, we, we talk about the same thing we always talk about well, well yeah, that's true but <laughs> i was gonna say should we end this with uh our, our saying our goodbyes yeah, I guess so. You know, saying um, goodbye, why is it sad? Makes us remember the good times we had. So, in our month off, there have been a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, not not huge names, but some of them are pretty huge. Yeah. Uh, and there were a couple more that I heard and then forgot about. But uh, um, we'll just I will say this. I just want to kind of throw these out, just since they happened like literally days ago. Um, I'll start with uh, uh, Lawrence Dane, who many of you probably won't know the name, but I guarantee you would know the face. Um, he was a Canadian <clears throat> uh, character actor. He was a guy who would show up in a lot of cult movies. Like, for example, he was in um, he was in Scanners. He kind of played this sort of uh, guy who worked, who was kind of like the the bureaucrat for whatever I forget whatever like sort of agency that the the, the government agency the Scanners are that are working for, and you think that they're the good guys, but then you find out that he's actually a bad guy who's working for Michael Ironside. Um, and uh, he was also in uh, the cult horror film uh, Happy Birthday. Um, let's see here. I'm sorry, uh, trying to find trying to find him on IMDb here. L A. Lawrence, not Joey Lawrence. D. Your algorithm is out of date. Up oh, there it is. Well, actually, it was Matthew Lawrence that it showed. Oh. Um, also, and he was in uh, he was in Bride of Chucky. He played like the the um, lieutenant that was sort of after them. Um, and uh, and yeah, like, like you know, he said he was just one of those like he's one of those guys that sort of the you know the dependable character actor who you know you never know their name but whenever but you miss them when they're gone you know what i mean like you know like Luis guzman or steven tobaleski yeah um but yeah he was 84 years old he died on uh the 20 the 21st of march of pancreatic cancer which is a terrible way to go um but yeah uh that seems to be happening a lot too yeah because is that the was it pancreatic that uh, William Hurt? No, oh, did we we mentioned William Hurt, right? Yeah, um, he would have been on the last show we were on. Last show, we were not recording. not William Hurt. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, William Hurt. Um, well, he may have died of prostate. He was. It was one of the P cancers. It was either 
pancreatic, pancreatic or prostate. Or but there were two at the same time when he died. Uh, somebody else had the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it was, yeah, it was either prostate or pancreatic, one of them. Anyway, but yeah, so uh, Lawrence Dane, uh, rest in peace. Uh, the other one was Estelle uh, Harris, um, who, for many people, um, you know, who who grew up in the '90s, knew her as Estelle uh, uh, Costanza, who was uh, George's mom. Yeah. Uh, now. Oh no, no no she didn't say that he said that. Well yeah yeah. <laughs> but let's, let me see if I can find. Uh, but yeah, she was 93 years old. Died. She actually died literally three days ago. Uh, I think it was of natural causes. Yeah, natural causes. Uh, let me see if I can find, because there was there was something from uh, there's there's the episode of Seinfeld where uh, George or, or where Susan has the doll <laughs> that looks like mm-hmm. Estelle Harris. And yeah, it George, talks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, like, he keeps hearing her voice. Let's see yeah. here. Uh, George. J e o r j. Jeremiah, we're running out of time and I can't cut this. All right, fine. Here, no, I can cut it. Costanza, I'm joking. Let's see here. Mom doll, mom doll. Let's see if I have it. (laughs) Yeah, so, so here's I think it's a compilation of it, and I always, (laughs) I always loved it just, just how he reacts to it. I'm gonna have to react to ads first. Yep. And I even giving me the skip option too. It's like they know. Please play the longest one. Let's see here, please. Scan here. Uh. Okay, here we go. So. This line. <laughs> Can't really hear it. What did it say? That man should really be in a sanitarium. Yeah, because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the lady whose dad, the the old, the guy who used to run the uh, the the uh, garage, who like ruins his John Boyd car. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she sees like you know because she keeps thinking it's like that George that man wore glasses <laughs> and then so she sees him yelling at the doll on his way out and he goes oh hi Nina or whatever and she goes that man belongs in the cemetery <laughs> but yeah Estelle Estelle Harris like I said she I mean Toy Story you know, she was yeah, the Mrs. Yeah, Potato Head Jerry um, Stiller were like husband yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head and uh and yeah, I mean, like you said, she's another one of those just classic sort of character actors. But I mean, I think she'll forever be known as Estelle Costanza, and she played it. She played it so well, 
And the thing is, though, the chemistry between her and uh, and Jerry Stiller, it really happened because of her, because she delivered her line. You know, when Jerry Stiller, when they first were, were doing the reading with the two of them, Jerry Stiller was just kind of like, oh, he was just kind of talking normally or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she kept yelling her lines at him. And so then he would try to get more intense back to her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so really, we have to thank her for hiring for Jerry Stiller being hired because he was reacting to the way she was reading the lines. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, as I said, uh, 93 (laughs) years old, uh, lived a great life and, you know, touched a lot of people. Uh, RIP Estelle Harris. Well, and you know, we talked about, uh, did we talk about William Hurt? I don't think we did. I think I I don't think we did. And and here's, here's the thing about William Hurt. Yes. Very famous character actor. Everybody knows him. Actually, I would something. even say he was he was probably more of a leading man, really. Well, ways. yeah, sure. He was a leading man, but there were times where he was a character actor. I, mean, I guess not, the, not He won the actor, Oscar for Best Actor. Supporting so. actor. No, it wasn't. It was Best, wasn't it? No, I'm saying it, not character actor, but like supporting yeah. actor. No, but he in... literally, he, yeah, he won Best Actor for a lead role in Kiss of a Spider Woman. So. Yeah, I'm not doubting that. But what I'm saying is when I said character actor, I meant sometimes he was like the supporting actor in things. Yeah. But I mean, I would say really like it was like his, like his time was really sort of late seventies to mid eighties was mm-hmm. really when he was kind of the big leading. Cause think of body, you know, he, you know, he was in body heat. He was in, I said, kiss of the spider woman, uh, broadcast news, uh, altered States, Michael. Uh, Oh, that was, that was, was that, that was like late nineties. I want to say it wasn't early to, or was it? Early yeah, but he was in it. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, even made it to the Marvel universe whenever they whenever they uh, re um, when they when they brought Hulk into the MCU, he replaced um, uh, Sam Elliott as General Thunderbolt Ross, which it took a while. I think it took him a while, but he finally really played the character. Um, and it's funny because I remember you even talking about this, how like when we saw both saw Black Widow, you're kind of like, yeah, William Hurt's not yeah, looking. He's so not good. looking great. Yeah. And now we know why. <laughs> so. But well, yeah, he, and here's here's the thing too. He was a little controversial because uh, didn't he have some allegations against him? I don't recall him ever having allegations. I thought uh, I saw something about him having made advances towards somebody that were unwanted. Uh, let's see here. He waived his salary. Oh no, that's not. Uh, I'm looking under trivia because a lot of times I'll have it. Um, and, um... Um, I don't see anything that says that. Let's see here. I mean, just, okay, let's have a look. William Hurt, sex allegations. Sex allegations. Thank you for putting a space. Okay. (laughs) Let's see here. here. Uh, Two women uh, had met on set, uh, of the uh let's see here sorry i'm trying to do my william hurt while i read this um two women had met on the set of oh marley matlin yeah marley matlin alleged uh hurt also raped her when he was drunk well he was drunk so that makes it okay oh yeah sure he says, in he today's says, society that makes he it says okay. facetiously i want to make that very clear but <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I no, I didn't even know about that. So Jesus, yeah, well, it's 
Yeah. Well, that really puts a well way to just kind of bring it down. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm saying that you can celebrate somebody's life while also admitting that hey, they that they were some, also a monster. The, or their career while also admitting that personally they probably weren't the great person that yeah. you thought they were. So I just wanted to point that out. So he was deserved in the prostate cancer he got. Well, I don't know. Everybody has their demons mm-hmm. and they should do a better job of not taking those demons out on other people. Mm-hmm. And um, why do you keep asking me for <laughs> dumb? <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're <laughs> moving on from William Hurt. Um, and this one, you know, no, you no rest in peace for William Hurt huh, because of, although granted, you did kind of, didn't kind of drop a bomb there. So it's hard. To I miss. know. Well, so what I'm saying is William Hurt, um, you could have rested in peace if you hadn't molested or uh, abused Marley Matlin. Mm. And uh, hopefully, hopefully after that, you changed your life and uh, got better. So that's what. I mean, did did she hear about other allegations? You know she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, uh, you. On. We're all I did not... was answering a question. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so if you grew up watching Sesame Street, which we all did, our generation did, um, there was a character named Luis, uh, the actor Emilio Delgado. He also he was, died. He was, uh, you know, and I was really disappointed when I was a kid to find out that uh, Luis and Maria weren't married in real life. That bummed me out, man. Yeah. They were just work spouses. Yep. But uh but yeah, what was it he died of? I don't he may have been the other one that uh died of the same thing as cuz yeah, what was his William name? Hurt name? Emilio Delgado. Let's see here. Emilio. Oh, there he is. Emilio Delgado. Um 81 years old too when he died. Um uh, it was uh, multiple uh, myeloma. My, 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 myeloma. Myeloma. It's uh, my e l o m a. Whatever that is. Yeah. Something. Yeah. M y e l o m a. It's apparently what he he died of. Myeloma sounds right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, he was. It was a big part of my childhood. I like you know. Um, you know, it was the shop, you know, cause he was the shopkeeper, you know, um, and he had actually replaced the shopkeeper, uh, prior to us. Cause that was the, you know, there was the, the shopkeeper in real life, the guy who played the shopkeeper in real life had died. And I remember they made that it was like Mr. Green, whatever his name was. And, uh, that was before you and I watched it. This is, this is like my yeah. brother's generation. And then I remember them making the real the real choice to be like, no, let's, let's have them acknowledge that he's dead. And this way, big bird's going to have to learn about death. Yeah. And, uh, and anyhow, so I'm wondering, I didn't, you know, I didn't watch that. Um, and I know that your, your kids are too old to be watching Sesame street. So I'm curious if, uh, if they acknowledged it this time. No, I mean, you know, I had Nathan watching, uh, Sesame Street for a little bit briefly when he was younger, yeah. but then he grew out of it, and um, so 
Yeah, but no, I'm curious because I'm curious because he was still acting. He was still playing that part, right, on the show, or had he retired? I think so. Let's see. Here. I, I think he had, but I don't know. Uh, nah, oh, looks like he retired, and uh, looks like he retired in. Um, well, let's see here. Well, it says the last time he was he did on they did a thing on Sesame Street it was 2019. So yeah, he well the, did, they kind of replaced him with the that younger black kid uh, said not said what was his name. I never watched it at that point. So. Well, yeah, when Nathan was watching it, there was a mm-hmm. character. But yeah, it looks like he he no longer became a regular on there after 2017. So yeah, so I guess they didn't have to acknowledge the death. But yeah. and you can't acknowledge death anymore Mm-mm. on kids yeah, shows. To make people feel bad. Yeah, like we learned about death. From a very early age, we knew no, about because that. we had we had cartoons like Transformers the movie <laughs> and GI Joe the movie and, yeah, and Charlotte's Web Unico oh, the Last Unicorn. I still can't watch Charlotte's Web without bawling like a little woman. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Um, <laughs> that's my Wilbur crying. Uh, that's a good Wilbur. <laughs> I don't want to die, Charlotte useless pig he should have died he wasn't like babe at least babe babe did something wilbur did jack (laughs) yeah he just rested on his laurels yeah let this freaking spider save his life (laughs) at least babe became a sheepdog (laughs) um suck it wilbur so next you want to introduce uh ramon oh yeah so uh this one was kind of a personal one for me just because i grew up with wrestling in like the late 80s early 90s and um uh scott hall uh who was a professional wrestler who you probably who a lot of you probably know as uh razor ramon which was his ring name for wwf with the, or now wwe well wcw too well, well well that was that was later because he first started he first started in wwf well they all as, they all started in yeah WWF. but he, you know, he started as he was razor ramon while he was in w when he was in wwf now wwe um and then uh because of some like contract disputes uh, he, uh, Kevin Nash, uh, who was known as Diesel, uh, and uh, eventually um, Sean, I can't think of his name, is the, who was known as the one, two, three kid who became uh, Six Pac uh, when he went over to WCW, uh, went to WCW to, and they formed the New World Order, or NWO, and because the, you know, the, the WWF still owned the copyright on their names, like, uh, Razor Ramon and Diesel, so they had to use their real names, and this was kind of a different. This was kind of a new thing because a lot of times wrestlers did not use their real names. They would always have, you know, because even Shawn Michaels, his real name is uh, Michael Hickenbottom, like Michael Shawn Hickenbottom, or someone. And yeah. Steve Austin's real name is Steve Williams. You know, so a lot of times they would use. But well, that's why The Rock would you know whenever he he would go either as the rock and and actually when he or first rocky my via yeah he was rocky my via when he first started as a tribute to his dad and grandfather um and when his real name is as we as we all know now dwayne johnson um and anywho uh so this was kind of a big deal because this was sort of like them sort of peeling the onion a little bit back that you know you hadn't really like, and, and and it was kind of funny too because he when he first showed up to wcw he was kind of still doing the 
like because bear in mind scott hall does not have a latin did not have a latino bone in his body <laughs> and he was <laughs> kind of playing it because he was basically basing the character off of scarface that's uh-huh. where he said his inspiration came from and you know because that's why he's that's why he says say hello to the bad guy you know um it was always his because he always called himself the bad guy um and he uh you know so whenever he made the transition over to uh wcw he was known as scott hall and you see him gradually just start taught using his natural voice and losing the whole like and then like it would be funny because he'd just sound like super caucasian then then throw in a chico (laughs) so like he was just trying to wean his way away from it and eventually he did sort of use his regular cadence, but um, you know, he was, you know, he was an impressive, uh, he was an impressive force when he was in the W uh, WWF. He, I think he really kind of laid the groundwork for people like Steve Austin, who were sort of these, you know, and eventually even the rock who were sort of these, not necessarily like good, like baby face characters, but sort of like an in-between, like a gray character. Anti-hero um, yeah and uh and he had also had like the like really like he and Shawn michaels were the two that made the ladder match popular which now like you know now it's you know basically standard oh we have a ladder and, and you know <laughs> whatever but but they're the ones that really popularized it at i forget which wrestlemania it was for like the intercontinental champion which or intercontinental championship which apparently like you know he was kind of most that's what people know him for as like one of the greatest intercontinental champions um and unfortunately he also had a lot of demons um because they talked about how uh there i think it was a espn 30 for 30 where Mm. very much his life mirrored the the character that mickey rourke played in the wrestler Mm. Um, because he liked the party and the thing was though and and he, he was part of what was referred to as the click which was Shawn michaels uh, Kevin Nash and uh, and Hunter, Hunter Helmsley and uh, the one two three kid or or X Pac I can't remember it's Sean something I can't remember his real name but and they liked the party and unfortunately like the one who liked the party the most out of all of them was was uh, was Scott Hall and he had a lot you know he he was addicted to painkillers um, to the point where like he and even talk and, and painkillers not calling he talked about how. He had wrecked so many. He's like, I used to love drive Cadillacs. And I loved, and he was, I didn't like it when I had wreck them. And, you know, and, and he apparently had done so much damage to his body internally because he was also using steroids, you know, and to the point where it was really weakening his heart. And essentially, that's, you know, I mean, he, he lived like he was 63 when he died. Uh, and, and the sad thing is he, he really got cleaned up, uh, you know, cause he, with the help of his old friend, uh, diamond Dallas page, uh, who was, who was known for as being a guy who sort of like would clean, cause he helped clean up, uh, uh, what's his face, Jake, the snake Roberts and a couple mm-hmm. other people. And actually the, he and Jake, the snake were in the program that he set up, uh, that, that, that page had set up at the same time. And, you know, it's just it's just sad because essentially he died from heart failure. So the damage had already been done because he'd lived just basically this, you know, this, oh, man, I've got to, you know, I, it, 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 and, you know, I've got to got to got to get my got to do this to my body so I can keep moving, you know, and yeah, it's, it's literally his life was very, very similar. Well, and it's like all those guys, right. like they're all just they're all just duct tape and 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 
like uh what am i trying to say popsicle sticks yeah, just super like super glued together super yeah. glue popsicle sticks and uh and duct tape just holding them together and they yeah. if you watch any of them walk they just they walk oh yeah like, well, i think you remember when we i think you were in the hallway with me when we saw roddy piper walk by and yeah he, he was just, like, he just yeah he the way he was moving it, just, it hurt me looking at how he yeah was it was yeah. just like every joint just yeah. creaked and crooked and was yeah it yeah. hurt just watching him yeah um but no like I said, it's really it's it's a tra- it's tragic and unfortunately there is a lot of tragic like there there you know not a lot of these guys very a very few of the of like the wrestlers from that era that we grew up with um live past 65 you know, and that's a sad, it's a sad thing because a lot of them, that's when steroid use was massive. And, you know, as we, you know, steroids now people know just well, like the effect it has on the heart. Look at Hulk Hogan though. I mean, he's yeah. like, what, 70 something, isn't he? Yeah. But he also, I think at a certain point he stopped using. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I think, you know, like there, but, but a lot of these other guys, well, and, and he, at the time too, he was a family man and all this stuff, you know, you know, so he was trying and he had an image, you know, he, he remember yeah. the Hulkamania, he had the image. So I'm sure they were very tight on him. Like, no, you don't go. Right, but he him. joined, he joined the NWO. Oh, yeah. NWO, but I'm sure he wasn't partying <laughs> out there with them. No, I know. I know. Yeah, but, but yeah, so it's just like, uh, but yeah, the it's, it's a lifestyle that unfortunately, you know, the, you know, and I'm sure now, I think now they, they have kind of gotten more strict on it about like anti-doping and stuff. Of course, granted who freaking knows, uh, but, but I said, and, and it wasn't just steroids. It was painkillers and a lot of things that he was just, he was addicted to. He had, a, he unfortunately had a lot of demons and only lived to 60, like 63 is not that old. That's especially now. I mean, that oh, is yeah. literally, yeah. that is 13 years older than me, you know? So, Oh God. Yeah, that is that is not yeah that that is not a way and, and I mean and like I said I mean oh it's just it's just it's tragic and uh, you know uh, R.I.P. Scott Hall uh, well the other thing was I remember back in like the nineties people were talking about how oh if they ever make a Punisher movie he should be the Punisher and he had the look to be fair yeah and like I could especially if you look at like Ramita Ramita Junior's uh, Punisher Warzone Punisher definitely looked like him um but uh but yeah uh in any case uh r.i.p uh scott hall you will be missed and uh the last one that i have um was kind of a well it was out of the blue it was a tragedy tragedy and um he was 50 yeah uh the Foo Fighters, they were playing down in uh, South America. I forget where exactly. Um, but news came out that Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, had died. Yeah. Um, and I guess they were saying that some uh, the report said, oh, this, this he's being admitted for chest pains. And so I assume it was heart attack related. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I never looked to see. Well, it's, it still says uh, when I was checking. It still says undisclosed uh, on his on like cause of death. So. Yeah, but yeah, I guess they were in the middle of the show, and uh, he had chest pains and went to the hospital and or was on route. I don't know if he made it there, but passed away. Um, 
it was a huge hit because you know Foo Fighters is one of my favorite bands, and mm-hmm. um, I always hate to hear that sort of thing, like just out of the blue like that. Um, yeah. You know, they didn't. I don't think they've ever been. Yeah, well, I think I think they were kind of because of because of uh, you know uh, Dave Grohl's experience with Nirvana. I think a yeah, lot of them were they were like, not like a party band. You know, yeah. they were the sensible young adult rockers. That, yeah, and um, I mean, I'm just kind of looking to see if he ever had any. That it says under uh, what do we call it? Uh, uh, trivia if he ever had any substance abuse or anything. But if it even says it. Um, um doesn't really say anything about him you know having any yeah any history of there and i um, guess before he got with the foo fighters he used to play for elena i do see i did see that and, uh, and dated apparently dated mini driver so oh weird yeah. uh but yeah no he, um you know and foo fighters really worked they were really they were a huge band if you grew up in like the if, let's say if you were in high school and, or junior high in like the like mid to late nineties and or early two thousands, um, because you know a lot of times too, like you were just like, oh man, so you know this is this is the new like this is the new band from like this is basically like if you like Nirvana, this isn't them, but they've got one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, um, I thought I found that weird too because that was kind of you know he was the drummer yeah for Nirvana and now he's the lead singer and guitarist and I was like. Yeah, well, I think, can he I think do that? It, I think a big thing too is you know, and that was kind of the thing with Grohl was that he wanted to sort of he wanted to you know, have a band in a new direction because Nirvana was all about being depressed, whereas Foo Fighters is kind of a little bit more about. I mean, there's still yeah, angst. they were fun. There's angst, but it's fun angst, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, in the videos for their, you know, they yeah. were always like, like learning, learn to fly. Yeah, like that. Uh, like, well, and uh, because I remember you see Taylor uh, Hawkins in Dragon that, and I remember being disturbed because at first i didn't realize that was taylor hawkins and i was like yeah that chick's really hot (laughs) yeah and uh but anyway so not to go on and on forever but yeah um i don't know that one that one kind of hit me because it was was so surprising i remember just i remember seeing that i was at work and then suddenly i got the alert on like kind of a little uh, news alert thing on my phone and it said oh taylor hawkins dead at uh in bogota colombia or whatever and i was just like what and my first thought was like bogota colombia was he was it drugs because it's colombia <laughs> you know, so. mm-hmm. but no i just it yeah, was not it was not at least at least we don't know if it was or not it has not been disclosed but but yeah 50 is a and I, i'm realizing now i did the math wrong uh he was 12 tw- uh, Scott Hall was 23 years older than me, not 13. Okay. okay. Well, that's uh, a little better. Yeah. But still, that's, yeah. but, uh, but no, um, but 50, that's, that is very, that's, that's 10, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's still, that is still very young to, to go out. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, he does leave, like, he, he leaves a huge legacy, uh, you know, behind him, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, they're, um, the the Foo Fighters are like like one of the most popular bands uh, on the planet, uh, and uh, and left and had a lot of hits. And you know he uh, I'm trying to see if he had any. Uh, I guess like he had yeah he yeah had he had kids, kids. Yeah. yeah so he had three kids. Um, but uh, but you know I mean like the thing is though it's like it's a weird thing of 
there are very few old rock stars. And that's, it's, it's you know, um, but and also like, I well, mean, the Rolling people, Stones would yeah. prove you wrong, but I was going to say, well, uh, okay, <laughs> there are two. <laughs> Keith Richards. Well, there, there are, there, yeah. Do you mean still performing? Well, I'm just saying a lot of times they always talk about how like rock stars a lot of times don't die of na- like don't die of natural causes like they just they, yeah. they don't die or they don't die of old age you know a lot of times it's just like they or they get or they don't make it to old age you know yeah um it's very rare and i mean literally it's like i can think of keith richards and i can think of um and i can think of mick jagger uh but paul, of course granted paul well, they die of old age you know paul mccartney well, Paul, Mc- but still, will Paul McCartney die of old age? Because even George Harrison technically did not die of old age. He had like so, that weird, uh, or some weird disease he had, and I can't remember what it was called. But, but yeah. So only time will tell. Uh, but seriously though, um, R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. You will be missed. Yeah. All right. Well, I so... think. I mean, I know we kind of ended the show on a downer, but you know. At the same time, you know, yeah. hey, it's it's spring, you know, it's it's April, you know. Right, it's, it's time for rebirth. That's right, and uh, and yeah, whenever uh, you know, so it's the circle of life, as Simba would say, or whoever. Mufasa. Ooh, say it again. Mufasa. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow. Um, well, it was good, you know it was good talking to you again. We haven't done it in a minute, so. Yep. I'll talk um, to you, uh, I guess, next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll, we'll and see. We'll talk yeah, about we'll, Moon Knight. Two and... of Moon Knight, which airs in briefly in in like three hours. So, um, my time anyway. Um, but yeah, for those of you listening, uh, those of you still listening, uh, <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. And once again, remember if you like what it is that we do here, please remember to like subscribe and most importantly share this podcast with others easter is coming you know yeah put this in someone's basket put it put it put it on a flash drive mm-hmm. put it in one of those plastic eggs and, and then, then give it to people and then watch their disappointment as they open up the plastic egg <laughs> yeah oh but anyhow Maybe, um, maybe throw a half-eaten M M&M and M in there for yeah. good measure. Yeah, like a like a fish cracker or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Peace out, folks. <laughs>